Good Tuesday morning to you. Welcome in, Mizzou fans, to the Tuesday Tiger Recruiting Show here on PowerMizzou.com. Every week, this show is brought to you by Brandon Barnes from USA Mortgage. Brandon is uh, your brokerage realtor for anywhere in the state of Missouri. He's located in Columbia, but he can help you out in any town in Missouri. So you can go to showmemortgage.com or email him at bbarnes at usa-mortgage.com. He's got the best customer service in town. He he will get you the most competitive rates in town. And um, something tells me he might be paying a little bit of attention to Mizzou today because he, uh, he did at one time play for Missouri, at one time was recruited. I don't think Brandon would be offended by me saying there might not been have been quite as much attention on Mizzou recruiting the day he committed as there is today. We normally have Sean Williams on this show with me, but today we're changing it up a little bit, bringing in Jed May from UGASports.com. Jed covers Georgia recruiting, and uh, Jed, appreciate you uh, taking a couple minutes today to hang out with us, man. Yeah, man, thanks for having me. It's a big day for, for both of our sites, I guess, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've heard that things are going on. You know, uh, I no disrespect to Georgia, I don't really have a whole lot of day to day interest in their class, so we're not not going to talk about that. We're going to talk uh, more about what might be happening today. So we can do either the fifteen minute version of this show or the fifteen second version of this show. If you know what I don't, and uh, where Luther Burden is going to announce that he is going to college tonight, if you just want to say that now, we can be done with the whole thing. If I knew, I would love to tell you, but I, I'm like you, man. I no one really has any idea. We've both kind of been hearing it could go either way. So I don't think anybody but Luther is going to know until seven. Maybe Luther's not even going to know at seven o'clock. Maybe he'll find out at seven o five when he picks a hat that he thinks looks best or something. So. No one really knows right now. Yeah, I know he was quoted after his visit to Georgia as saying, I might decide when I sit down at the table. Anytime I see that, I say, A, I don't think it's true, and B, I hope it's not true, man. Don't do not do that. If if you don't know by then, just wait a couple days. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. The, the feeling I get from up here is that it, coaches don't know and, and might not know until the rest of us know tonight. Is that kind of what you're hearing down there as well? Yeah, you know, we, we've heard something, you know, our recruiting team has been, you know, working their sources and all that kind of stuff. Some feel confident it's Georgia, some feel confident it's Missouri. The, the one constant is no one seems to think it's Alabama, so right. everyone can, can kind of agree on that. But it's like you said, no, the coaches don't know, Luther's family might not even know, you know, staff, recruiting staff, whatever. No one knows. I mean, it's going to be – which, you know, if you're a kid, this is how you how you drum up interest in your, in your live announcement is, is nobody knowing, so – He's done a good job of that, sure. For sure. I think what kids have figured out over the last few years is if they tell anybody, it's not going to be a secret by the time the announcement comes. Because what happens then is you've got the coaching staff that isn't getting him, kind of puts out the word, yeah, maybe maybe we don't need to hype this up a whole lot because then people aren't quite <clears> as upset <throat> afterwards. So that's usually how it happens. Um, just kind of for Missouri fans that are watching, give me an idea. Like, How big a priority is Luther Burden? It, for Georgia in this class. I mean, obviously he's the number six player in the country and, and he's dynamic and he's as good as any high school receiver in America. Also, Georgia is involved in a lot of recruitments like this. So Missouri fans have wondered, like, how big a deal would this be for Georgia? It would be, I mean, 
massive because all the talk coming into this season was, you know, recruits want to see what Todd Munkin's offense looks like with JT Daniels, and that could swing guys. At the time, it was more, I think, about Andre Green, <clears throat> Andre Green, you know, guys like that. And then, obviously, Luther decommits from Oklahoma. And everyone, you know, he gets on the radio, visited Athens over the summer, and he's a guy, especially because everyone right now kind of thinks George Pickens is leaving for the NFL after this year. So, you know, people are looking for, okay, who could be that next number one guy? And Luther Burden, you know, he, he fits the mold physically. He's obviously very ta- um, physically gifted, and he could be that guy that steps in and, and challenges your playing time right away. There's a lot of receivers coming back for Georgia next year, but, you know, none of them have maybe the, the true number one difference maker type potential that I think Luther Burden has. Um, so this staff has definitely made him a priority. You know, he, he took his official to Athens this weekend. He, you know, ate breakfast at Kirby Smart's house Sunday morning, you know, all that kind of good official visit stuff. So definitely um, he, he's been a huge priority for this class really, you know, throughout the summer. Yeah. Um, obviously, the, the positives for Georgia, uh, you know, the, the reasons people think, hey, Georgia makes sense are, are pretty obvious. I mean, they're the number one team in the country. He was just down there for a top 10 matchup, 92,000 people. Um, it, I guess the Missouri fan hope in this is they're looking at it and saying this is a place that doesn't necessarily throw the ball as much where a, a wide receiver might have some question marks. Do you think that's something that Georgia has had to fight with receivers at all the last few years? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially, I mean, if you're, you'd be, you'd be stupid if, if you're an opposing <laughs> coach to not say that to these guys, you know, Hey, you're going to go to Georgia to block, you know, you're never going to catch more than five passes in a game. You know, even with George Pickens the last year or two, you know, some of that was still going on, but the way things are going this year, spreading the ball around, especially tight ends. You know, Georgia just landed Oscar Delft the other day, and he gets to see Brock Bowers, you know, put up five catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns. So mm-hmm. the, the way the offense is going this year, it's certainly more appealing um, with big plays through the air and, you know, the success of guys like A.D. Mitchell as a freshman, Ladd McConkey as a redshirt freshman. Um, you know, it's it's definitely starting to appeal more and more to these guys that maybe in the past, you know, would have considered Georgia just because of their stature as a program or whatever, but maybe not would have had the Bulldogs as a finalist just because of, of the nature of their offense. What's uh, what's the quarterback situation there as far as, I mean, do people expect JT Daniels back? And and if not, I mean, look, Georgia has guys. It's not like there's going to be necessarily a huge drop-off, but what what is kind of the, the future as far as the younger guys either on the roster or what they've got coming in? Yeah, so, um, you know, obviously they've got uh, Brock Vandegrift, five-star freshman this year. they got Gunnar Stockton, five-star coming into the 2022 class. Um, Carson Beck um, from Miami is still on the roster. And, you know, that's one of the, that's a guy that a lot of people are looking at as a potential, you know, could will he transfer this offseason given who stays, who goes, all that kind of stuff. But definitely, and, and you know, there's always the transfer portal. You know, mm-hmm. Kirby Smart and company decide, hey, let's go to the transfer portal and get a guy, you know, kind of like Jamie Newman, was originally supposed to be last year. You know, we want to get a guy for one year, let these younger guys learn more, um, and then turn it over to to a, a guy we signed in 2023. That's always an option too. So, but whoever it'll be, whether it's a younger guy um, or a guy out of the transfer board, it's definitely going to be somebody very talented um, mm-hmm. under center in Athens next year, for sure. A, a little bit bigger picture uh, talking about Georgia. I mean, when they got rid of Mark Richt, I, I thought, you know, the grass isn't always greener. I'm not sure. And then, Kirby came in and honestly took a program that had recruited unbelievable 85-90% of programs would have loved to recruit the way Mark Rick did. And then he mm-hmm. took it up to a level that I'm not sure people outside of Athens really understand 
this program has recruited every bit as well as Alabama over the last five years. How's he done it? I mean, what's what's been the difference in the in, in I guess the Mark Richt era and now what Kirby's done? I think part of it is you know one that's how Kirby really kind of made his name for himself at Alabama, just perfecting that recruiting under Nick Saban and all that kind of stuff. And then just the attention. This probably comes from Saban too. Just the attention to detail on these visits. You know, like I was telling you earlier, they recruits walk into the room on the official visit. They got. They have recruits fill out a questionnaire before they come. Um, you know, what's your favorite snacks and all that kind of stuff. Then they walk in the room and all their favorite snacks are laid out in the hotel room for them. Um, breakfast at Kirby's house. You know, um, Michael and Luther were engaged in a recruiting cooking challenge the other day where they had to cook food for um, families and stuff. Obviously, there's a scavenger hunt event that they have every summer where they go find Kirby. You know, stuff like that that, you know, builds the bonds outside of, you know, okay, X's and O's. We see you playing this position in our defense, all that kind of stuff. It's those kind of things that have really helped recruits build bonds um, with with the staff, whoever's on staff, and I think that's really helped them, you know, stay in it for the long haul with a lot of these top guys. Especially, obviously, you look at the offensive line from Sam Pittman to Matt Luke. That was an area that uh, Mark Rick struggled a lot, and the offensive line recruiting has just been been phenomenal over the past five years. Yeah. Uh, so we've talked about a lot of the the positives. Let's kind of take the other side of this here. Obviously, for Missouri, I mean, this is this has been the recruit that fans have been following for, for six weeks. If, if Georgia misses out on him tonight, I mean, how, how big a blow is it to that class and, and where do they kind of go? Do they, do they just kind of go to the next five, five-star receiver on the list? Um, yeah, it would definitely be a blow. Just like we said earlier, he's a guy that has been circled as the true difference maker um, at receiver in this class. Um, I think, if they lose out on him, you would look at a guy like Shaz Preston from Louisiana. He, George has been in with him for a while, and obviously with everything that's going on at LSU right now, that could that should only help George's case. He's taking an official visit to Athens um, later this fall. You look at a guy like Kojo Antwi in-state. Um, Georgia was one of his final three. I believe he committed to Ohio State, but he's visited a couple uh, Georgia games over the past month or so. They could really turn up the heat on him uh, trying to get a flip. So there's definitely guys, I think I, – I think – if they landed Burden, they would maybe take another receiver if it's a guy like Preston or Antoine. But I think if they miss on Burden, then that drops it down. Okay, we're going to hone in on the best guy we can and just take one more guy um, at the receiver position. Maybe use another scholarship on a defensive back or offensive lineman, defensive lineman, um, whatever they feel the best player might be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so last thing, and uh, look, I, I don't tend to pay a lot of attention to the future casts and stuff like that. I generally wait till I'm like 99% sure to put one in because my batting average has to be good, right? Um, <laughs> curious just if you either have done that or plan to do it in the next eight hours, or if you're just sitting here going with the rest of us going, hey, we'll find out when we find out. Yeah, honestly, I haven't been very good about putting in future casts. Like I said, you got you got to know 100%, and you know that's starting this job a, a couple months ago. It's something I've really got to get in the habit of doing. But it's like I said, I I don't know. I mean, we we've heard both ways, and you know, one thing about this job, I'm not I'm not afraid to say I don't know. I have no right. idea. Right. I have I have no idea where this where this kid's going. You know, I could definitely see it being Georgia or Missouri. Missouri home state ties, the the NIL stuff, all that kind of stuff. Georgia obviously stature as a program offense number one team in the country it, it wouldn't shock me either way mm -hmm. um but to that point I, I i don't have a lean either way right now so we'll all find out at um probably about seven hours from now won't we? yeah it, well and we've spent all this time now the kid probably just picks up an alabama hat at six o'clock tonight <laughs> right <laughs> so 
we wasted all this time for nothing. <laughs> exactly. Well, Jed, I appreciate it, man. Thanks. I know you got uh, got other stuff going on today, so we'll let you run. But thanks for taking some time with us. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Safe travels down to St. Louis for y'all tonight. All right, we'll be in touch later on today. Thanks a lot, Jed May from UGASports.com, taking some time to hang out with us and, and talk a little bit about Luther Burden and uh, certainly appreciate him doing that. And I, I've seen you guys have been asking questions and some comments, and I'll get to those in a minute. Jed had to go cover Kirby Smart's press conference, and he's got some other stuff going on. So I wanted to get him in and out um, at the beginning of the show as quickly as I could. And I'll get to your questions in a minute. But uh, I look, I think you saw there, Jed has said pretty much what I've said, which is we don't know. And they don't seem to know. Um, all his sources are telling him the same thing my sources have told me over the last five to seven days. Hey, we we feel good. There's reasons to be positive or hopeful, but we don't know. Um, I don't think the coaches know now. If the coaches do find out before 6 o'clock, I don't think it's going to be very much before 6 o'clock. I think it will be... You know, maybe before Luther comes into the gym at the Herbert Hoover Boys and Girls Club tonight, maybe he makes a phone call to each staff or a text message to each staff and says, hey, here's what I'm doing. But I don't think it'll be much before that, honestly, because like we were talking about, as soon as you tell somebody, that starts to get out. And hey, these, you know, some people call it attention seeking, some people call it drama, but hey, this is the number six player in the country and everybody's paying attention to him. And let him have his moment, right? So if the coaches find out while they're watching on uh, on TV or on the internet, then, then hey, it's not going to change anything. It's not like either staff's not going to take him because of it. So I uh, want to get to some of your guys' questions. And Tom has asked, is there anywhere that you guys can stream the decision? And I'm glad, Tom, that you asked that question because about – two o'clock this afternoon I'm going to head towards St. Louis Sean Williams is uh gonna leave his home in Kentucky and meet me there uh we are planning to stream Luther's decision live at six o'clock on Power Mizzou probably we'll go live a few minutes before that but same place you guys went to watch this show this morning is where you're going to be able to find well not the exact same link I'll tweet out a new link but um on our YouTube channel uh, it will be on our site now, I, I do have to preface that saying we are a little bit at the mercy of the internet situation, right? Here at my house in my home office, I've got a hardwired internet. I know it's stable. I know it can handle uh, live streaming. I can't promise the same is true at the Herbert Hoover, Hoover Girls Boys and Girls Club. So Sean and I are going to be there by about 4.30 this afternoon. We're going to do some test runs. We're going to get everything set up. And we're going to hope that works. If, now, if we find out, hey, this doesn't, it's not going to be stable enough, it's not going to work, then we'll let you guys know that. And we will, uh, we will certainly, you know, still keep you up to date and we will record video of it and post it afterwards. Again, we are very hopeful. Um, we can stream it live. We have made some arrangements with the people at the venue. So we plan to do that. Um, you know, if, if something happens that, that we can't, we will let you know. But we would certainly encourage you guys to tune in here to uh, Power Mizzou tonight to follow this announcement. And look, we will have continuing coverage of it throughout the night. If it is Missouri, 
obviously we are going to talk to Luther and Darren Sunkett and whoever else, uh, you know, hang on one second. Sorry, I have to send a text message and I can't do that and uh, and talk at the same time. I'm not that talented. But anyway, um, obviously after the decision tonight, we're going to talk to Luther. We're going to talk to Darren Sunkett. We're going to talk to maybe Luther's family, whoever is there, maybe some other players. Um, I want to be clear, in a lot of cases, we have gone into something to live stream it and we've told the people, look, we don't want to spend four hours in the car to broadcast a commitment to a different school. We won't publicize it, but is this worth our time? We've not done that in this situation because Luther's the number one receiver in the country. We are part of a network. I'm good friends with our Georgia guys. All the guys that work with Jed down at UGA Sports are really good guys. So I've told them, hey, we're going to go and we're going to do this. Whether it's Mizzou or Georgia, you know, we, we need to be there for the network. So it is certainly possible that we go there and the kid picks Georgia. If that happens, we will still deliver to you guys to power Mizzou, you know, Luther's thoughts on Missouri and why it why Missouri wasn't the choice. But if it is Missouri, obviously we're going to have a little bit more coverage than uh, than maybe we would if he commits to Georgia. So um, we will do that this evening. Uh, Duncan is asking about 2023 visitors last weekend. Yeah, we posted guys that were expected in the chamber. Honestly, we've been a little more focused on this, obviously, since Saturday. Um, I can tell you that Marvin Burks did not make it. He ended up going to Indiana. Christian Gray, I believe, ended up – a lot of St. Louis guys visited Kansas last week. Uh, Christian Gray ended up visiting Lawrence. I don't think Kansas is really a big threat for Christian Gray, but he was not in Columbia last weekend. Uh, so you can kind of look through the chamber, and Sean's going to have uh, have further information over the next, you know, however uh, however many days and stuff about kids that visited. But I'll be honest, most of our focus since Saturday has been kind of getting ready for this and, and checking sources on this. Uh, Jake wants to know if there was anything to Toriano Pride being in Columbia. Again, I got a text message from a friend of mine that was at the game, said that Pride was there with, uh, with some, sitting with some recruits. Uh, my understanding is that that I don't think there's anything like official. I don't think he was really here on an unofficial visit that involved a lot of recruiting activity. Um, the fact he was here at least makes us pay attention, but I don't think anybody – we're not to the point where we're really monitoring a decommitment from from Clemson or anything like that. They have a lot of uh, a, a lot of St. Louis guys that came in. I, I, I don't think there's anything major to it just yet. Um Finish Strong wants to know how much does the recruiting class hinge on Luther? I mean, look, he's the number six kid in the country. He would be the second highest rated kid that Missouri has ever landed. It is a big deal. Um, it would take the class from, I believe people on our board who have, have figured this out have said like it's 23rd or 24th right now. This would make it 15th. I think getting Luther Burden would make it very likely that you have a top 20 class, which would be the highest rated class in Missouri history. So yes, from that standpoint, it is huge. But if they miss him, I mean, I think you're still looking at a top 25-ish class. I know for a fact the staff absolutely loves Makai Miller and um, and Jamarian Wayne at wide receiver. You know, they still have already, I think it's six, four stars. A couple other kids could get the bump up. It is still going to be one of the two or three highest ranked recruiting classes in Missouri history, even, excuse me, if Luther Burden is not a part of it. 
But to pretend that he would not make a difference is obviously, you know, a, a little bit ridiculous. He would make a difference. Um, getting Luther Burden would be very big for Missouri, and not just from the rankings and potential side of things, but let's be honest, from the PR side of things, because that's mostly what recruiting is, is, is public relations and getting people excited over potential. And Missouri fans could very much use a win right now. I mean, it has not been the season that you guys wanted. Um, but the reason to remain optimistic about where this program is headed is because of the recruiting and because of what Eli Drinkwitz has done on that front. So this would be kind of, I, I don't know, the cherry on top of the Sunday might not be exactly the right term because I think this is actually the Sunday or a big part of it. But I mean, this would be further confirmation for you guys that, hey, it's not looking great on the field today, but with the next couple recruiting classes coming in, there's reason to believe it is going to get significantly better. And I want to be real clear here. I've seen Luther play in person um, in the opener against CBC. He's, I, it's hard for me to see him not being a very good college player. I, I'm not going to say, look, he's no doubt NFL, first-round pick, All-America. I'm not going to say that. There's way too many variables. Right. But the kid is electric with the ball on in his hands. He is at a I always say if I'm not a scout. If I go to a high school football game, I need to be able to pretty easily pick out. Hey, there's the four star. There's the five star with Luther. It wasn't hard. Legitimately, the first time he touched the ball this season, it was an 85 yard punt return for a touchdown. I think he's got three punt returns for a touchdown. I have no idea why people kick it to him when he gets the ball in his hands. He's electric. He would be I mean, would he have to earn it? Of course, he would have to earn it, but he would be a day one starter um, next season as a true freshman at Missouri. I, I would be stunned if he wasn't. Um, and I think he would be the return man uh, to begin his career. I think he's that good, um, and he would have a chance to to make an impact. But, hey, you heard Jed, too. This is not like a, oh, just another guy for Georgia. They think he's that good, too. He is at the top of their board. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, again, we don't know. Um, we don't know. Uh, so – we shall see where it goes. And Garrett has a look. DGB is the comparison for Missouri fans. There's no question because he was ranked number one. But Garrett's right. DGB physically was more gifted. I, the only guy that's played at Missouri that I've seen that had similar physical gifts to Doriel Green Beckham was Sheldon Richardson. Obviously, different positions, but you know, relatively speaking. But he played against guys that looked like me in high school. And he didn't have to have the intricacies and all that. I think DGB was a better, just purely physical, gifted athlete. I think at this point in time, Luther Burden is a better football player. Now, that does not mean he will be a better football player in college and have a better career and all that. That all, we have no idea. But just senior year in high school, that's my opinion, having seen both of them. Uh, so we are seven hours away, guys. Uh, I'm about three hours away from leaving town. I'm going to meet Sean Williams there, like I said, over at the uh, Boys and Girls Club in North St. Louis. We will have coverage. Again, we certainly hope it is live coverage. Um, that is the plan. Uh, you'll know that by 5 o'clock or 
5.15, we will know for sure if we're going to be able to do this, and um, we will update you. But regardless, we are going to be there in person tonight. We're going to keep you guys updated on what is, quite frankly, probably the biggest single recruiting announcement for Missouri fans, I, I would say, in nine years uh, since Doriel Green Beckham uh, made that commitment on signing day. I believe it was in 2012. Uh, so we'll have it for you. We will uh, hopefully be live again later today. I uh, want to thank one more time Brandon Barnes for making our appearance this morning on your favorite YouTube channel uh, possible. Brandon is over at USA Mortgage here in Columbia. You can get a hold of him, 573-818-2772, Or you can just go to showmemortgage.com and you can you know get a free quote there um kind of set up uh set things up with him and brandon's got great customer service he's got great rates he's going to do everything he can to take care of you i taught i've heard from people who have uh worked with brandon since he's been a partner of ours here over the last year year and a half everybody comes away uh very happy brandon's one of the best dudes you're going to get to know so uh even if you don't end up going with him we just ask that you give him first shot and like i said i you want to give him a call today? I, hey, you guys can talk about Luther. You want to give him a call tomorrow? You can either celebrate or commiserate together because I promise Brandon is is a big Mizzou fan and he's going to be paying attention as well. So thanks to him. Thanks to all you guys for watching. On your way out here, I'd ask you to do two things. Hit the, the like button on this show. Also subscribe to our channel. If you subscribe, what that's going to do is let you set up alerts. That will then alert you when we go live from St. Louis uh, tonight. So uh, that way you're not necessarily having to check every 10 minutes. Hey, is it started yet? You know, just just set up, subscribe to the channel. You'll get an alert on your phone. It says we went live. You can, you can turn it on. If you're listening to this on the podcast, which I'm going to do as soon as this show is over, then just, uh, hey, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, wherever it is that you, lo- uh, you subscribe to podcasts, uh, just give us a like there, leave us a five-star review, maybe a nice comment, share the show. And again, uh, we'll be back with you hopefully a few minutes before six o'clock tonight. So thanks for watching and, uh, find a way to occupy yourselves for the next seven hours. Check back in.